What are you trying to tell me? That I can dodge bullets? No, Neo. I'm trying to tell you that when you're ready, you won't have to. Whoa. <laughs> Welcome to the Fluent Nerd, a not-so-serious discussion on all things nerdy. I'm Z. I'm Neo. There you go. <laughs> this is a show where we discuss our love-hate relationship with the most famous and infamous franchises, shows, games, and other of the nerd world. <laughs> this week we're talking about... The Matrix. Yes. Dude. The best thing to happen in 1999. Ever. Fuck, dude, I forgot how good this movie is. And I've seen it fairly recently. It's just... I mean, of all the things that happened in the last millennia... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's not the best thing to happen in millennia, but probably no, the it's, best it's the best the movie year. to come out of the one of the best movies to come out of the 90s and out of the early 90s. 2000s. Yeah, um, the Wachowskis, man, back when they were the Wachowski brothers. Um, I wasn't gonna go there. <laughs> I'm just, I'm no, that that's just facts, it's factual. Right? It, yeah, it's I just know. factual. I'm not judging. I wasn't gonna go there, but hey, um, kudos. Their their movie is it's it's so fucking groundbreaking because you realize as you're watching this how many other movies just rip off from it. It so, also made everyone scared of computers in 1999, right before Y2K. Right before Y2K, which is hilarious. Fucking genius. Um, it, it, anyway, the plot, right? Everyone, who doesn't know the plot of The Matrix at this point? And we just did the first one. The, the sequels Reeves asks a million questions and doesn't really get any answers and then shoots a bunch of people. Whoa. <laughs> Pretty much. It's also a meme factory. I oh, love God, it. yes. Yeah. Free your mind. Anyway. There is uh, no spoon. Oh, God. I, anyway, and so many subreddits. Red pill, blue pill. Um, glitch in the Matrix. Glitch in the Matrix. Literally okay, let's, the movie. <laughs> okay, so we start off with uh, a random woman who we know to be as Trinity. In a, uh, She's talking to someone on the phone who we later find as Morpheus. Also, she, she's not traditionally attractive to me, at least. She's not traditionally attractive, which is, yeah, I think, I just, um, good, honestly. because are wearing did, a kinky little... Um, Dude, everyone, everyone's helps. wearing kinky BDSM in the movie. All but the hackers. She wears shiny PVC. Like, there's no fucking question what she's up to. No, no question. Especially because no. she makes Neo meet him, meet her in a uh, BDSM club later on. Where they're playing Rob Zombie. Which, I, dude, uh, techno I love that. version of Rob Zombie. Actually. I loved it. Um, also, as we do these, I always watch the movies when we're about to do a podcast with the subtitles on. Because I find that I've actually missed shit, even though I've watched these movies hundreds of times. But... Um, so we start off and, and this is where we get that infamous scene where Trinity jumps up with their legs and kicks the cop into the wall. And, um, the question I had was, so do cops just know that they're in the matrix because they see all this shit apparently all the time? Uh, I would imagine cops see some weird shit and just drink to forget about it. You know what? (laughs) That checks. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but then, uh, uh, we, we get. After Trinity, she escapes from the the agents. The agents are um, programs from the Matrix uh, that try to control everyone or trying to kill the underground movement, which it's is McCaffrey antivirus. Yeah, version forty. <laughs> Norton antivirus and Kaspersky had a baby. Agent McCaffrey. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish they'd done that. Um, uh, but uh, she gets out by going to a payphone, which don't exist anymore. Yeah, we're um, fucked. 
Dude, the Matrix today, I think that's why the machines made us move to mobile because people yeah, were getting out through the payphones. Yeah. Um, no, oh my God. You know, I, I know just, this steak's not real, Neil, but <laughs> ignorance is bliss. Exactly. Um, again, not to take too long with the plot, we introduced a Neo. He's woken up by Trinity talking to him via his computer with text, which is hilarious. It looks like the Fallout monitors, which is awesome to me. Yeah, um, it's so dated. Everything's so dated. Uh, dude, back when people only had one computer monitor at a desk. Gross. And they were these giant television-type monitors. I remember having those. Um, he's told to follow the white rabbit, and we're hit very, very early on with the Jesus allegory with this dude who's buying some illegal software from him. He's like, you're my own personal Jesus Christ, man. Hallelujah. And it's just Jesus like, allegories, and there's lots and lots of references to Alice in the Wonderland. Oh, tons of Alice in Wonderland references, tons yeah, of the, the Jesus rabbit, allegory is followed through all this. Trinity itself, she's the, the you know, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Neo goes with them because he's told to follow the white rabbit, and the chick who's with the guy has a rabbit tattoo. He meets Trinity finally. Now, and that girl is very attractive. I liked that girl. She's like, he's like, should we bring him with us? She's like, definitely. I'd be, I'd like, okay, boner, boner he's time. Like a little kinky gothy girl. <laughs> uh, yeah. Boner city. And, um, so, uh, he's, he actually wakes up late for work the next day cause he has a day job apparently, even though he made $2,000 on an illegal software thing he made, he actually yeah, has a day I job. I would imagine he, li he lives in a big city. Actually it's, I was thinking New York, but it turns out it's capital city. Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you in fun facts, which city they actually filmed in. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just a, it's just a city. They don't actually name it. It's supposed yeah. to be an allegory for any big city. Well, no, which is what passport the later. It says capital city. What's that? It's on his passport when they're. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm saying that they made that city purposely ambiguous on which ah. city it was. Yeah. Because they're saying it could be any city that you live in. Um, and then later on, we're given clues throughout the movie accidentally on where it actually takes place. But um, they, uh, he gets to work. His boss is chewing him out because he's late. And then FedEx delivers him a cell phone in '99, <laughs> and Morpheus yeah. calls him and says, "Hey, these people are coming to get you. Uh, you got to get out now." And it's and, a Nokia, so he could have just thrown that through everyone's head. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't the Nokia from that's the indestructible one. This one it has doesn't like a matter. They're all phone. indestructible. Yeah, they're all indestructible. <laughs> um, he could have thrown and, that through Agent Smith's head and ended yeah. the movie right there. And eventually, and Neo's trying to climb a, like uh, on the scaffolding, and he he like gives up. He's like, "Fuck this, I'm done." And he drops his phone by accident. Like a bitch. I think the Matrix made him drop the phone because this wind gusted up, right? Well, also, uh, at that same scene, you see Agent Smith looking over at the ground level, and I was kind of yeah. hoping the phone would fall and kill him. Yeah. Even though I know that's not what happened in the movie. Yeah. It'd be it's kinda... <laughs> headcanon. Yeah. Uh, and then they take Neo in, and they, as Neo puts it, this Gestapo crap, um, yeah. where they're offering him a deal like, hey, you need to help us bring this terrorist into custody. He's like, how about I give you the finger, and you give me a phone call? And then they go, well, how are you going to use a phone call if you can't speak? And they melt his mouth shut. Yeah, he says, uh, "I know my rights. I get a phone call. That is not in the fucking Constitution or the Bill of Rights. So you really don't know your rights then." Well, it is a right. You do have. No, it. it's not. You don't. <laughs> the Miranda right, isn't it? No, that has nothing to do with Miranda. Fuck my rights. I don't know what I know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you have a right to a speedy, a fair and speedy trial. I but, understand. Yeah. Well, yeah, phone call was never. Obviously, that wasn't in the Constitution. <laughs> right. Not in the Bill of Rights oh, either. Or was it? Dun dun dun. Maybe, maybe in this world it was. Yeah. Right. Um, and, uh, they put a tracker in him because they're like, Hey, you're going to help us whether you want to or not. And then they make him wake up. So he thinks I it forgot was how creepy that was too. Dude. I, I put this in my notes. I, I was don't like, like shit. That belly button stuff, man. That's free. That tracker scene 
always fucked me up as a kid because I was ten years old when this came out, and I watched it. Yeah, I don't it even remember it. Yeah, but it freaked me out. I this time always, or... I always closed my eyes and shit when this, <laughs> when this scene happened because it freaked me the fuck out. Um, and uh, then you know, it, it fast forwards essentially like Morpheus calls him. He goes, "Hey, so apparently you didn't listen to me, but that's cool. If you if you want to meet, meet me at this bridge." And then Trinity and some other people, APOC and Switch, show up. Switch pulls a gun on him. I actually have a fun fact about Switch when we get to the next section. There's uh, a reason the name is Switch. Yeah, it's actually pretty yeah. cool. Um, and uh, they pull the bug out with some weird, like, I love the cyberpunk technology they have. Yeah, and, speaking uh, of it's cyberpunk, just... it's Keanu Reeves. Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Everything's Keanu Reeves. We're in the Matrix. Yep. Um, and uh, Morpheus offers him the famous... Red pill or blue pill? The blue pill, you wake up in your bed. Oh, this was just a dream. Believe what you want to believe. The red By the way, the Wachowskis said that they would both take the blue pill if offered. Dude, I was going to ask you, which one uh, would you Red take? pill, 100%. I, Bring it I'd on. Have to be presented. I think I'd have to be presented with the option. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, pretty sure I'd pick, I'm pretty sure I'd pick red pill. Oh, um, what happens if you take both? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> or, I'm sorry, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Um, he takes the red pill, which is a tracking program, which allows them to find his, I guess, find his consciousness in the matrix as his well husk. as find where his body is in yes. the power plant, I guess. Well, yeah. It's to locate um, him in the power. Plant. Now here's a question I had when essentially he died in the matrix, right? And was awakened. Yeah. If you die in the matrix, are you awakened in the power plant or does your body just die? Cause they say later, you if you're killed in the die matrix. in the matrix without dying in real life. But I think what they did is disrupt it so that he would wake up. Oh, that's up. right. They just cut it. That, yeah, they were it. trying to wake him up in real life. And I think when you when that connection severed, they just sluice you out of there and then put a yeah. baby in there. And so they, that's what um, he, he he triggered the automatic like flushing sequence. Yep, yep, yep. And then uh, um, I loved when he was screaming. It was sounded like a modem download, like an old fashioned one. Yes, like it sounded like DSL, like oh, or a modem. Dude, so yeah. much about this movie is so retro tech, and it just brings you back to you're like, oh god, this is what things were, and it's so cool. Back to um, getting an AOL disc in the mail every goddamn day. <laughs> yeah. And every time you bought groceries, they'd slip one in. Like, what the fuck, dude? I'm yeah. trying to buy a fucking burger. <laughs> You've got mail. And um, and then, I mean, we're kind of dragging on here. Essentially, he wakes up in the real world. He wakes up on the Nebuchadnezzar, which is Morpheus's hovercraft, because they're actually not in 1999. They're closer to 2199. And the human machines have gone to a war uh, during the early 21st century when man gave birth to AI. Machines took over. Yeah, they're not sure who struck the first blow, but apparently man blocked the sky because they were solar-powered, and machines are like, hey, we can't use the sun anymore, so instead of geothermal, wind power, or any <laughs> other source of energy, hey, people create body heat and bioelectricity. Let's make them batteries. It's the worst logic. Also, also, he just kind of throws it off, along with a form of fusion. Hold on a second. <laughs> we got 25,000 BTUs of body heat. Fusion? If you can just do, if you can do fusion, you don't need any other power. That's the whole point so, of fusion. This is one of those movies that's great if you don't ask too many questions. That's correct. Now that yeah. um, if they had not included fusion, I'd say you know what, this is actually this premise still works. But if um, they would have used the humans solely for their computing power, that would make sense because ooh. right now a human ooh. brain does compute faster than any computer. Yeah. Right now. Right now, in a few years, maybe not, but we're getting well, close. They actually, so Google just broke uh, this quantum barrier with quantum computing, apparently, and it's supposed to change everything about computers in the next two years. Fucking great. We're going to yeah. all come together in a big celebration to invent AI, and then the fucking AI, sun's going to go out. Invent AI. Uh, 
It's coming. Early 21st century. Fuck this shit. Man, the year 2020 is going to go down in history as the worst year ever. <laughs> Dude, they confirmed fucking UFOs the other day, and no one even gives a shit. Have you seen Hold that? On. What? Yeah, the I think it's the Air Force. Someone in the okay. some government we're, entity has approved UFO, like put out pictures gonna, of UFOs. We're gonna take that offline and talk about it in a minute. But um, yeah. To finish up the Matrix, um, they put Neo through this training program. He's like, I know kung fu and shit like Just that. Download jujitsu into his brain. And then and that's Morpheus cool. is fighting Neo, the most iconic scene in the movie. Uh, uh no, no, no. Agent Agent Smith and the, the bullet shooting is the most iconic. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. But that's one of the more iconic yeah, scenes. Morpheus is fuck Neo, and they just all freak it out. And the lobby scene, um, too. Everyone falls the first time during the jump program. I actually really liked that. Yeah. Um, then they take Neo in back into the Matrix after they've trained him up a bit. Um, I, I, it doesn't tell you how long that time frame was. I like to think it was like at least a couple weeks. Oh, you skipped um, over the Oracle real fast. Uh, some that's why I was gonna they bring him to yeah. the Oracle. Okay. And, and she, here's the thing that I noticed, because she tells him, that's where we get there is no spoon, right? Uh, she tells him, no one can tell you you're the one. It's like being in love. You just know it. Sure. And so she tells him directly that, hey, you kind of are the one. You just have to realize it. Well, and she then tells she tells him, him, no one can tell you you're the one, uh, but you're not the one. <laughs> no, exactly. But she, but no, she doesn't actually say that. She goes, but you know what I'm about to say. She and says, he Sorry, answers kid. for her. Yeah. Sorry, kid. Yeah. And so she's that she told uh, like Morpheus says she told him exactly what she needed what he needed to hear exactly uh, so he could discover it himself and not have this pressure of Morpheus making him the one yeah um, then Morpheus gets captured because he believes that Neo is going to be captured because Cipher one of the guys on the team betrays them all wants to get plugged back into the power plant Neo cracks this weird plan to go back into the Matrix save Morpheus they do save Morpheus with Trinity then they do the whole shootout scene. Which yeah. I don't think he could do in a movie today. Um, that in was the process, both of them. They become the first humans to ever kill an agent. Yes, in history. Yeah. Yes, um, dodge I, this. I mother. think actually, yeah, I think I think Trinity kills the first agent. She kills ever. the first agent because Neo distracted him. Yeah. Um, and uh, they save Morpheus. They get out, and uh, Neo discovers he's the one when he does this battle at the end with the agents. And Morpheus says to him early in the movie, he's like, "I'm telling you, when you're ready, you won't have to dodge bullets." And he doesn't. <laughs> and he yeah. jumps into Agent Smith, blows him to smithereens. I didn't really explain much about Wait, Agent to Smith. Smithereens. I know. I just thought of that when I said it. <laughs> Damn. And the other agents run screaming. And then more and then Neo at the end is talking to somebody. Um, we think it's like the main machine, or at least some form of that. And he flies away like Superman, and the last song is by Rage Against the Machine. There you go. That's, That's your fucking of the Matrix, and gentlemen. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in a minute with some other fun shit. Alrighty. Well, Neo's played by Keanu Reeves, who, by the way, is immortal. He may be a vampire. Uh, he is uh, Charlemagne, and he is Thomas Aquinas, and he is an actor, French actor from the 1800s. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is timeless. <laughs> he also is super depressed, and he has a really, really sad personal life. Oh my god, dude. He's... Like, like he, I feel like so everyone bad. he knows dies, and it's very sad. And, and he it's, needs the, it's the curse of being an immortal. You know this. This is true. There can only be one. I have to take his head eventually. So, or I mean, have you seen his three gun practice? I mean, yeah, that's cute and all, but I've been training with the sword for decades. <laughs> I've never seen Keanu Reeves with the sword. You don't know what he's like with the sword. Exactly, but he's gonna figure it out. He doesn't want you to know what he can do because he can. Uh -huh. <laughs> he knows that I know that he knows. <laughs> All right. So Keanu was Mortal in code. Speed, 
Point Break. He's John Wick. He's Ted Theodore Logan. He's I have in a theory Toy about Story. John Wick. Uh, I don't have a theory about John Wick, but the mm. internet does. Toy Story, Cyberpunk 2077, 47 Ronin. I still haven't seen that. I don't even know what that is. Uh, it's another kung fu type movie, I think. Um, a Scanner yeah. Darkly. He is John Constantine. Ah, oh, then we got to do that movie too. He's in The Devil's Advocate. Have you ever seen that one? I don't think I've even heard of it. I think De Niro's the devil. Basically, oh, I have heard of that. Yeah, he is the devil's attorney. That's right. That's yeah, right. it's so fucking good. I've never seen um, it, but I have heard of it. And he is uh, in Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> it does the worst British accent ever. Like, bro, are you like a vampire? Oh my god! It's 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 even worse than Kevin Costner's accent in a uh, um, Robin Hood. Yeah. All right, Lawrence Fishburne plays Morpheus. He's also in Contagion. Awkward. Free your mind. Yeah, Contagion, which not the best movie to talk about, I guess. Yeah. Right now. Also, when Agent Smith calls humanity a virus, I was like, "Ooh, this is weird to talk about." Yeah. <laughs> he's also in John Wick. He is in John Wick. He's in John Wick too. He's in, I don't. Yeah. I haven't seen John Wick three yet, but I need. I haven't to. either. It's on HBO. Uh, oh, is he's it? In, I need to watch. It yeah, he, he's in Ant Man and the Wasp, which I haven't seen. Oh, it's uh, good. It's good. It's one of the. It's one of the funner, more fun. Marvel movies. It's just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. there. Batman v Superman, which I've only seen once. Uh, oh, he's God, in he new... is in that. He's Lois Lane's boss. Yeah, he's in the new Hannibal show, which I know you're not a horror guy, but if I were to recommend one horror show for you to watch, it'd be that Hannibal. one. Yeah. It is so fucking... It's got Mads I hear, Mikkelsen. I hear you. You've sold that to me before. Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen is Hannibal, and he's just a creepy Swedish guy, and it's awesome. yeah. yeah. I love Mads Mikkelsen, actually. Dude, he's <laughs> better at Hannibal than uh, Anthony Hopkins is. Whoa, strong words. Strong words, and I'll stand okay. by that. You okay. nerds, come at okay. me. Okay. <laughs> come at me, nerds. Yeah, especially if you've read the books, because in the books, um, Hannibal is European, and he's fleeing um, the Nazis at some point, because I think his family's Jewish or Gypsy or something, some pros- oh. persecuted race. Anthony and, Hopkins um, is British. Yeah, but at some point, he's forced to eat his own sister, by the Germans, which is why he starts out oh, oh, on the cannibal oh, 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 route. Oh, so fucked. Oh, God. It's so fucked. Dude, the books are real fucked. But anyway, Lawrence Fishburne's also in Osmosis Jones, uh, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street 3, and he got his start on Pee-wee's Playhouse as Cowboy Curtis. Oh. Everyone forgets that. My God. He that just goes like, to show there's nothing too low to get your start in this business. He dresses like, um, like a Cowboys cheerleader in that. I'm going to be Googling that after this yes. just for the sake of it. Just for I science. I swear to God, he looks just like a freaking cheerleader from the it's Cowboys. Hilarious. Oh, my God. All right. Carrie Ann Moss plays Trinity. She's apparently in Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, and Daredevil as a character named Jerry Hogarth, who's in all three. Daredevil as in the uh, the movie show. or the Netflix show? All the Netflix shows. Oh, wow. I don't know who Jerry Hogarth is, though. Nor do I. <laughs> She's also in Silent Hill Revelations. Oh, wow. Uh, she's in Mass Effect. Her character is Arya Talok. Wait, what? Arya Talok. I, oh, my God. I don't know. Uh, she's in one of the adaptations of Frankenstein, which is funny because Dracula. Yeah. Uh, and she's in a movie called Fido. Have you ever seen Fido? I've never heard of it. Uh, I saw it years ago when it first came out. Basically... Um, it takes the concept of zombies, and then you can have a pet zombie, and then the pet zombie breaks out. It's it's fucking weird. It's it's good. 
I laugh my ass off if I remember correctly, but it's okay. fucking strange. So Michonne from The Walking Dead where she had her zombie pets, yeah, right? Yeah, pretty similar to that. Or the end of uh, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just playing video yeah. games with them. That's, oh, God, yeah. yes. Very similar to that. Oh, All right. Nick Frost. And Hugo Weaving is, of course, Elrond. Oh, the king. He's the king of nerd. I think I think he's the king of nerd. He's he's up there. Uh, he's also V for V yep. for Vendetta. He's in Cloud Atlas. He's obviously only the voice of Megatron. He's the voice of Megatron? Uh-huh. How did I not know that? I don't know. And he also plays a character called Rex on Babe and Babe Pig in the City. Clearly his biggest role. Clearly the king of nerd. That'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> That'll do, Mr. Anderson. All right. So, after the lobby shootout scene, the camera pans back, and it shows all the gunfight aftermath and shit. And while they're doing that, one of the pillars just, like, falls apart. Yep. And it was not on purpose. And they're like, no, fuck, yeah, that's hilarious. That's, they're like, that's the best. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, so, every scene in the Matrix has a green tint. Yep. Because like you're looking like it's at it in the computer. Yeah. Like one of those now, old 90s ones. The real world scenes have a blue tint, and they suck the blue out of all the other scenes to make it even more serious. And the scene where Morpheus and Neo are fighting is actually tinted yellow because it's not real world or Matrix. Right. It's some training program. I was looking yeah. for that because I knew that fact before going into watching it this time. And uh, I was trying to find where the different tints were. And I was like, oh, mm -hmm. this is actually pretty cool cinematography. Yeah. All right. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss twisted her ankle when they were shooting a scene, but she didn't tell anyone because she didn't want to be recast. Because <laughs> there was a lot of potential recasts in this movie. Yeah. Oh, there were a lot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the studio is actually the reason there's so much explanatory dialogue because they were like, nobody can fucking understand the script without a lot of exposition. That's fair. And, but I thought this worked as exposition. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, there is a lot of question asking and answering. So, yeah, there is. But, but like it, they the always confusion... answer the questions with questions, though. So yeah, they... <laughs> the confusion part makes total sense with Neo. Like, I like the fact that we pretty much learn everything as he learns it. And uh, I thought that the expositionness didn't feel forced like a lot of modern films do. Yeah. All right. So to get ready for Neo waking up in the pod, Keanu lost 15 pounds and shaved his whole body. Yeah. They, they had to film those later because uh, yeah, it was the last scene they filmed, I think. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Shaved right, his whole body, even his eyelashes or eyebrows. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, it says his whole body, even though you never see Keanu Dick, we have to assume. I mean, there's like a frame where they, I think they took out the frame where you see his dick because he's like flying fast. But I'm like, oh, that's right. weird. Well, why does your dick hurt? Because you've never used it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your first oh, erection. <laughs> fucking Neo's a fucking virgin, man. Everyone. When Not, in they pop out. Not in the sequel. Not in the sequel. Fair enough. <laughs> we see him fuck the Neo shit out of fucks, Trinity. man. <laughs> he <laughs> is the one. Fucks. <laughs> uh, okay. According <laughs> to the costume designer, Kim Barrett, Trinity's costume was made with PVC because they were on such a tight budget. And Neo's coat was like a really cheap wool blend that they bought for like three bucks a yard. Dude, I love the fact that they just kind of did this shit out of, like, Goodwillers. Yeah, like, they half-assed the costumes because everything yeah. was costumes. Dude, I loved the costumes in this. Yeah. All right, so Will Smith almost played Neo. He turned it down to be in Wild Wild West. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. He said that at the time, he wasn't mature enough, and he would have probably fucked it up. So he you know said, who else turned on the role? Me. Nicolas Cage. Oh, God, I would watch that. 
Oh, I would so Nick watch Cage that. and Will Smith could have been Neo. I'd love to see those movies. I don't know um, if I'd want to see the Will Smith one, though. He's too cocky. Back I mean, then, Neo Will Smith movies were good. He was too cocky. Because Neo is supposed to be yeah. a little apprehensive at first. True. Nick Cage Keanu, might have been a good one. Yeah, yeah, I could see Nick Cage. But Keanu's that great, like, I don't know what's going on, man. I don't know. Yeah. They also He's considered that... DiCaprio. Yeah. Uh, okay, so in Greek mythology, Morpheus is the god of dreams, which is okay. ironic considering he's there to wake people up from their dreams. Right, right. And the whole first half of the movie feels like a dream sequence. Yeah. Actually, the first 45 minutes of the film, Neo has 80 lines and 45 of them are questions. <laughs> he averages a question a minute for the first half. <laughs> yeah. All right, That's so awesome. when Belinda McClory auditioned for the role of Switch, uh, yeah. she was only going to be half the role. Yep, yep, yep. She was going to be a female in-universe and then a male uh, controlling it. So it was supposed to be, like, literally switching genders. Uh, yeah, a transgender but, uh, character. That, yeah. And that was like a, a potential excuse for why that's a thing or like an explanation for why that's a thing. So Warner Brothers uh, threw that out the window because I guess they weren't ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, I definitely don't think it would have gone over super well back in the back in the early two thousands. Yeah, I think uh, unfortunately, just, uh, I kind of wish they up. had done it anyway because I think that'd be especially if they didn't kind of hang a lantern on it. They just it was that like, hey, here's switch. Yeah. You may notice society it's a had different grown up to do. We still got yeah. a way to go, but um, uh, for sure, for sure. All right, so Carrie Ann Moss uh, actually did pretty much all her own stunts. She did all her own uh, wire stunts for sure, uh, uh -huh. and she did all the stuff at the beginning of the movie. Like, all the stunts for that. Dude, that's awesome. Um, yeah. I loved when they jumped over the thing and the cops were just like, what the fuck? And then, I, like you said, they probably just go home and drink that away. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, so they filmed the helicopter scene in uh, Sydney airspace. Mm -hmm. And it was restricted, so they got in trouble. So they actually made an amendment to, like, just film that one scene there. They had to really? change the law just to get that scene done. Well, that's great, because uh, yeah. they apparently filmed most of this movie in Sydney. Yeah, you can tell when they flush toilets, it goes backwards. And in the uh, shootout scene, God damn it! <laughs> in the uh, in the shootout scene, uh, the sign near the elevator says "lifts." It's mm -hmm. not elevators, and that's and only half the kangaroo scene, of course. Of course, there's the kangaroo scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm sure everyone knows this one, I think. But um, there's everyone in the woman in red scene is a twin. Yep, because the process show that something the process or that or just show the replication. So like. Uh, the tall guy with the slicked back hair and the sunglasses is also the cop writing a ticket just right after that. Yep. Like, little shit yep. like that. Well, most of the people in there are, like, in pairs of themselves, and they, they say yeah. it's because their uh, their computers don't have the processing power of the Matrix, so they gotta well, cheat a little bit to make it... And there's that, and, I mean, you're supposed to focus on the woman in red, so it's actually a test yep. to see if you're gonna fall for if the you're trap. Paying yeah, if you're does. paying attention. Everyone's paying attention. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I like when Mouse tries to pimp, him out, pimp her out later. <laughs> yeah. He's a little creep. Probably what I'd be doing, too. All right, so uh, at the beginning of the movie, Keanu is wearing really shitty and shabby, ill-fitting clothes, which mm -hmm. is supposed to suggest that he doesn't really fit in. to the Yeah, in the Matrix, yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, according to the Wachowskis, all the animals in the Matrix universe are computer-generated images. So animals yeah, are not that real. that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Well, I mean, Birds why are would... a lie. Birds are Although... actually just surveillance things for the government. Here's a funny idea. Why do they only use human beings? Why wouldn't they also use animals, you know, as like uh, power sources as well? Don't ask me many questions. I don't fucking know. <laughs> probably, right, probably so, they don't have like the actual real estate for it, right? Yeah. I mean, so Sandra Bullock turned down the role of Trinity because the, the original actor they were going to use 
well, no, the original actor they were going to use, she didn't want to play a movie with him. I don't know who it was. Uh, but this is before her and Keanu Reeves worked together on Speed and mm. The Lake House. So this would have been their third big movie because those were actually both huge movies. Yeah, I'm just honestly not a huge Sandra Bullock fan. Yeah, I mean, so I'm really glad. Been, this could have been her movie. nerd movie, though. I like. I would have. It would have been I okay. guess. I, I like how Trinity, like you say, the the Carrie Ann, Carrie, I guess is her name. Carrie Ann something. Yeah. Yeah. She uh she's not traditionally. Carrie Ann, my wayward son. Ah, <laughs> uh, I was trying to really quickly to think of a Matrix pun to put in there, but nothing came to mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> but like I like how she's just kind of this almost almost androgynous in the movie. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of androgyny. It's just like I like how she, she I believe that she is, was a computer hacker back when she also, was in the Matrix. Why do we keep you know reviewing I mean? movies where everyone's dressed like they're going to a BDSM club? Does this say a lot about us or Oh yeah, no, especially considering it's usually me that picks those movies, so If there's <laughs> if there's any uh don't mind me. I'm just run around Please my, uh, send us your your opinion on that. I'm run around in my fishnets and corset. All casual. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Get some gasoline. All right. So according to, well, in pre-production, Keanu Reeves suffered a uh, two-level fusion of his cervical spine. And it actually paralyzed his legs. Huh. So he had to go, he had to get all sorts of neck surgery and shit. And he was still recovering. So when they started actually filming and doing all this shit, um, that's, that's the reason he can't kick in the movies. He doesn't do a lot of kicking. He does a lot of kicking at the end. Well... I guess they filmed that first. There was a lot more kicking planned. Let's put it that way, because he couldn't really like lift his leg high enough to kick. He got injured doing the movie. No, I think he. I didn't say on here, but I think he got a bike wreck. Oh, that makes sense. I can't remember. I know he's a motorcycle guy. He's he's really big into uh, not Indians. What's the other one? The other big motor Triumph. I think uh, Triumph. Triumph Dude, I love Triumphs. Oh my god. Okay, so there's some personal information on Thomas Anderson if you uh, pause at the right time. Oh? Yeah, uh, he, he was born July 22nd, 1998. Uh, 1998? No, no, the file was updated then, sorry. He was born March 11th, 62. Mm. Uh, he was born in lower downtown capital city. His mother's maiden name is uh, Michelle McGahee. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Basically, the important part is that he's from capital city, USA. Right. And that his passport... Expires on September 11, 2001. <gasps> they knew. <laughs> Fucking. Anyway, we're going to skip over that. All right. So there's an online interview for the movie, and the Wachowski said they'd take the blue pill, like I mentioned. Yeah. Um, and the last fact I have is that Lawrence Fishburne said that playing Morpheus was like being Obi-Wan and Darth Vader in one character. Bro, I couldn't I, think of a better description for Morpheus. Holy shit. Yeah. So there you go. That's my fun facts. So fan theories. Um, <laughs> the Matrix is fucking full of them. And most of them include the sequels, which we will do a revisit episode on on the sequels as well. Yeah, we can't uh, skip those weird white guys with dreads. There's no way. <laughs> the ghost no twins. Way. Yeah, um, weird. Love so um, I, I found a couple of theories here. That, that makes sense when you're just watching uh, kind of the first movie. Uh, and one of them, the first one here that I thought was kind of cool, and you mentioned it earlier, is that the machines are actually also using humans for computing power they rather than be, just right? energy. Yeah. That's, what we're, that's the only thing we're good for. Yeah, people say that one of the main problems they had with the Matrix was the claim that humans are just energy sources. But, like, 
machines would be efficient in using these resources of humans, right? Humans are essentially just a resource to them. And we have this organic computer in our head. Uh, why yeah. not tap into that? Especially if you're using it to jump into a, a sci-fi world that yeah. is, you know, using our minds. So Plus it's like self-replicating too. If you program the basics of this city and you let humans take it off a little bit, it makes enough uh, randomness to make it real. Yeah. If you yeah, let, exactly. If you let some input come from the humans, basically uh, they go in reverse with that same idea when he says, we designed this or we, we based this on, you know, your guy's memory of the early 2000s. But eventually it became our world because yeah. we were the ones changing things. But if you let the humans change it a little bit, it's more believable. For sure. And also, uh, I like how in the movie Agent Smith says to Morpheus, he goes, you know, the first iteration of the Matrix was supposed to be a paradise for you all. Yeah. Um, and it failed. The truth, man. <laughs> your mind kept trying to wake up from it is what he said. Um, yep. <clears throat> excuse me. Or and and he says that you know some some of the machines thought you know maybe we just don't have the code to understand what a human's perfect world is but uh, he, you know Agent Smith's theory I guess we're gonna include this in fan theories Agent Smith has a theory that the humans humans can't handle a perfect world they yeah, need can. struggle they need uh, pain and suffering because that's what reality is mm -hmm. so your fake reality has to mirror the reality of reality and um, a dub dub. <laughs> One of the coolest fan theories I, I, I found here was that humanity was not imprisoned in the Matrix. Initially, they entered into it willingly. Oh, I could totally see that. Yeah. And that's because no one has any information about what happened back then, except I think the machines might. But yeah. um, but it's saying that humans were imprisoned in the Ma or weren't imprisoned in the Matrix. That they told the they either they either did have a war with the machines and they said, "Hey guys, look, we give up. Um, this world is fucked. We've all fucked it." Oh, yeah. uh, I can at some point the rich paid to be in a pod. I think they just said, hey, uh, you guys need energy. You guys need what we have. We hate this fucking world. Can you get, Can you put us in a dream world, please? Because yeah. this sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the rich completely paid to be in a pod at first. Which would make perfect sense if the first iteration was supposed to be a paradise. It was yeah. a deal between humans yeah. and, the, and the machines. It's Tranquility Lane from Fallout. It's Tranquility Lane from Fallout! It's Fuck. even the same setup, dude. Oh, and we have pod? Dr. Von Braun as Agent Smith. Shit. <laughs> So that I like that theory, and I think that's my personal headcanon now. Yeah, I have a theory. Um, what's that? Cream of wheat probably doesn't taste like cream of wheat. It it could taste like tuna for all we know. <laughs> it's an in-universe fan theory. Tasty had wheat. To. Tasty wheat. <laughs> Tasty wheat. Whatever. Cream Tasty of wheat, 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 and everything tastes like chicken. Yeah, that's um, why everything tastes like chicken because <laughs> they only have so many you know references to what things taste like. So everything tastes like chicken. <laughs> we we didn't even get to explore that all the way because someone else is like, dude, shut the fuck up. I know. Yeah. I really wish they'd let Mouse keep so going it's on. Good to, it's good to know that weed still exists at the end of the world because clearly Mouse is high as fuck the whole time. Yeah, this is my favorite fan theory, um, and it doesn't really have much to do with the Matrix. Actually, have you seen John Wick two at least? Uh, yeah, once. They say that John Wick two, in in the John Wick series, is actually a sequel to the Matrix trilogy. Because if you, if at the end of John Wick two, when he's talking to the, I can't remember the main guy's name, mm -hmm. uh, but when he's talking to him, everyone around him pauses, just like when they were in the woman in the red dress situation, yeah, and some other Matrix training programs. Because okay, John Wick the, could totally be a training program at least. Well, at the end of the Matrix, though, Neo's consciousness kind of disappears, mm -hmm. and nobody really knows where he goes. 
they think that John Wick is a program that the machines made to kind of help, like help him rehabilitate himself or somehow. Right. Because uh, Neo needs struggle. Yeah. And he's also been trained in all these combat techniques. And that's just a normalized thing in that program that's trying to help him, I guess, rehabilitate or something like that. I'm not certain certain what the reason for that is. Right. But apparently, and again, I haven't seen John Wick 3, but my buddy has. And he says, dude, that theory is almost confirmed in John Wick 3. So I got to watch Whoa. that. Um, and that's my favorite fan Wait, theory. so that means the dog that gets killed at John Wick is just a computer-generated image to make Neo pissed off. Uh-huh. Shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that that those are some cool fan theories that I liked. Um, a lot of the other fan theories I found were um, uh, involving the the sequels. Um, the right. last one is that um, apparently Cipher betrayed everybody because he was driven mad by the prophecy that the Oracle gave him. Well, uh, yeah. Well, that's what the, uh, the the fucking Oracle even says that. Yeah. When when they're talking about like, well. Would you have still knocked over the vase if I hadn't warned you? Like, I don't so, fucking know, man. Yeah. Well, you tell me, woman. So I don't know. apparently Cypher's prophecy that he was told was that either the one would die or he would kill the one. Yeah, I mean, shit. So, and if he want, and, and here's the thing. I don't know why he fucking trusts the agents. He's like, put me back in the power plant. Make me a rich movie star. And Agent Smith's like, whatever you want, man. I, I could see two things. I could see the machines doing it because they're like, eh, why not? It's not that it hard. Doesn't hurt them. Why but would I could also just see them going, no, let's just kill them. Why? Why? Why do that? It doesn't make any sense. It's not efficient. It's not efficient, but it's I could not. See, again, I could see un- machines doing one or the it's other. It's not inefficient either, though. True. And also, it, it, they get a little it, bit more power. It costs them nothing, so I don't know why they wouldn't. Yeah, I get it. That's that's true. I guess yeah. why would Agent Smith do that? Except for the fact that Agent Smith does truly hate humanity. Yeah, but it's just because he's programmed to, technically. Well, no, he says it was when he was injected into the Matrix. He goes, it's the smell. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, he's programmed to smell smells, though. Oh, yeah. It's a smelly smell that smells smelly. smelly. <laughs> I like how he wipes the sweat off Lawrence Fishburne's head. And, and it shoves it in his nose. You smell yourself. You're disgusting. <laughs> you disgusting creature. <laughs> oh, God. What was your uh, favorite part of this movie? Oh my god. Uh the gunplay is phenomenal, but oh, yes. Just the fucking special effects, man. Like especially for, for 20 time. years old. Yeah. For the time that shit was so innovative. None and it's of this just a pulls me out of it. Movie, man. There's so many little imagery details. And like I told you about this when I was watching this time I noticed when they pick him up in the car and they're trying to dig the little creature out of him, mm-hmm. if you look at the back glass, which is the backdrop for most of that scene, it's just water running down the fucking glass. It looks it's just like the code. Like the Matrix code. It's so fucking sick. Like, the Let me little ask you a question. Hmm. When you were in the early 2000s and you got your first computer, did you not have the Matrix code as your screensaver? Everybody did. Yep. <laughs> Everybody did. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever happened to screensavers? That isn't, that's not a the thing. The same anymore. thing that happened to having music on your Zanga profile. <laughs> you can't go to a Facebook profile and hear fucking Linkin Park anymore. So, well, you know, what happened to screensavers is everyone was like, oh, wait, leaving a computer unlocked is not secure. So I got to lock my computer now. True. So, uh, right, what's your favorite part? I just like how the movie is so well thought out. The storyline, the Wachowskis really did a good job. Yeah, there's a lot of logic gap. Of building, of building this world and this idea and, and including 
so much extra symbolism that's not for the casual viewer. I, I think for, a lot of people underestimate how hard it is to build a world from scratch like that. Ex- exactly. And I think the Wachowski's knocked it out of the park because there's they set, so many movies that fail at that. They made the mold for world building for every movie for the next 20 years. Um, every movie rips off of something from the Matrix because it was so iconic, so well done. And, and I'm thinking like movies today are so lazy with their story writing. Like I, I would be curious to see what the Matrix would look like if it was made today because I think it'd be a shit show. And yeah, so I love that back then they were they were well okay with just pushing the envelope, um, making things not totally have to make sense for to to not sacrifice things for the story. Even when the you know Warner Brothers told them they had to include a lot of exposition, they yeah. they wove it in so seamlessly. I thought that's like if you think about who the I fuck? just the Wachowskis are wonderful movie makers and yeah. and who I the just fuck I are the for them. Yeah, who are the goth people at the beginning? Like, they never explain that. And they don't have to. It's just yeah, a, they it's just drop cool. her in the world and they go figure it out while Neo yeah. figures it out. And, like, that's so – it's such a wonderful idea. I don't know why they don't make movies like that anymore. Yeah, and also, like, it's funny that Trinity and Neo knew each other at some point. Or they knew well, of they each other. Well, they were aware of one each other. Yeah, because they were both hackers. They were both hackers. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool. So is the movie Hackers about their early relationship? <laughs> who fucking knows, man? <laughs> It's a shit movie. Uh, what what would you be critical about this movie for? Uh, the only thing that doesn't hold up to this test of time is the payphones and the, the rotary dial phones and stuff. And I get well, it, but uh, we're of a certain place in ninety nine. Yeah, but we're of a certain age. I mean, there are people who exist now who are adults who don't know what a rotary dial phone is. Oh fuck! So. Uh, payphones, I think, are you know meme material enough, but I think if you – they even had a machine at one point that literally had an arm that rotary dialed for you, like an auto-rotary dial machine, uh-huh. like some fucking code-breaking thing from World War II, just like, like spinning safe, around like dialing. It was so fucking cool. It's, I know. Just, it's retrofuturism, and to really appreciate retrofuturism, one must understand retro, which is not – everyone in the world um all right dude you're 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 like seven layers deep at this point welcome to the matrix bitch <laughs> inception <laughs> matrix yeah um so, yeah just little like it's you have to nitpick this movie because if you want to come up with something it's you don't so like great it. yeah because it's yeah. so great um it's really really good what about had, you if i had to nitpick cypher's character never made too much sense to me Oh, yeah. I mean, everything's really surface deep in these movies. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of get his motivation, but also I'm like, dude, because uh, we learned in the sequels, like, if you don't want to serve on a ship, just go live in Zion, you know? like It's uh, a shithole. I, I actually agree with Cypher. Nah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I, I'm totally on Team Cypher, man. I mean, I, I understand. So, wait, everyone. I thought you said you were a red pill, not blue pill guy. Yeah, but I want to get a blue red pill. He's a blue pill guy. Yeah, after he gets what he wants and manipulates the system. I guess. Sorry. Yeah. I'm a red pill guy who's going to betray all the other red pill guys and become a blue pill guy down the line. Team purple pill. Hashtag purple pill. Hashtag purple pill. (laughs) Hashtag I don't choose sides, motherfucker. That's right. Um, I think maybe um, if I – I don't know. I I guess that's really my biggest nitpick. Um, Okay, here's a nitpick. Why does beating the fuck out of a computer program do anything to it? I mean, it's the same as hacking. I you're, guess you're it's hacking. I guess it's a visual representation yeah. of what you're it, doing. It is. In the you're, you're punching them, but actually, you're just like furiously typing. 
<laughs> it is the movie Hackers. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, I mean, that would be really fucking boring to watch some fat guy that looks like the guy from uh, the <laughs> Park episode. Mom! Mom, Toilet! Toilet! <laughs> yeah, okay. So, yeah, that's my nitpick. All right, well, uh, that was The Matrix for you guys. Yeah, that's The Matrix. Uh, you don't need to go watch it because we just yeah, explained no, it you to do. you. You do. No, please watch this. Please watch this. Please watch the sequels. The sequels are weird. I'm not going to say they're not weird. Oh, but I, I love some of the sequels. I'm not I, a big Animatrix guy, like, for you know. Yeah. The, I don't know. Like, watch these movies. I love them to death. They're iconic. I want to watch this movie with someone who's never seen it. Uh, good luck. <laughs> and get, well, I mean, like, when my nephew turns... 15 right. i'll watch it with him you know oh no you gotta introduce him when you watched it oh, 10 years old 11 years old go. perfect <laughs> yeah right. i'm sure i'm sure his mother will love that <laughs> yep. all right dweebs see you later yeah peace out nerds all right guys thanks for listening to the fluent nerd please join us next week you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram at the fluent nerd if you like what you heard please leave us a five-star review like wherever you're getting your podcasts also, tell your friends about us. Seriously, text one right now or shout if you happen to be in public. From your payphone. <laughs> you can find your, you can send your feedback, show ideas, or behind-the-scenes stories to thefluentnerd at gmail.com. And we do want to give a very special thanks to our musical talent, Sean Ryan. Go ahead and check him out on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook. Mr. We'll Ryan. Next week. <laughs> I see it in your eyes. You have the look of a man who accepts what he sees because he's not expecting Fuck. Redo it. Is this the feeling that you brought here? Fuck. I fucked up the end. God damn it. It's so close.